We work hard, we play hard. We are gamerpreneurs. Individuals who have chosen to give up the security of a nine to five in favor of getting to set our own hours, of doing the work that we want to do, and we refuse to give up the hobby that we grew up with in order to quote, grow up. We have learned countless laws of life and sales from the games that we play, and we excel in everything we do. We see the wonder and glory in every interaction. We fit in awkwardly with the rest of the world because they don't understand our quirkiness, and we wear it as a badge of pride. We are focused, clear, and know what we want. We are gamerpreneurs, and we are taking over the world. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to the Gamerpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Bradford Carlton. Today, I have a very special guest for you. I have Lindsay McCoy. Hi there, Lindsay. Hi. How are you doing today? I'm doing okay. Um, other than being a little bit sick, um, I'm enjoying my winter break So from school. All right. Wonderful. Um, it's a beautiful sunny day in Las Vegas today. How about yourself? Where are you at? Uh, I'm over in Pullman, Washington, so uh, it just snowed yesterday. Very different yeah, weather. Not such a pretty area. <laughs> no, it's a beautiful area. The weather's kind of fun, though, we'll say. Yeah, yeah. so uh, it's going to snow again on Thursday, so I think, I think I'm going to have to leave for my family um, probably on Wednesday to miss the snow. Okay. All right. Well, I want to uh, start by, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? So in case nobody knows who Lindsay is. Okay. Well, let's see. How do I make this like Reader's Digest version? Um, I'll start off with the easy stuff. Uh, I'm currently a graduate student in a program called Apparel Merchandising Design and Textiles at Washington State University. Um, my whole life, I've been an interdisciplinary visual artist. So I am very um, skilled at multiple art disciplines. And my favorite discipline in the arts, I would have to say is probably modeling and photography, followed very closely by digital art and drawing. Um, I'm definitely like pretty nerdy. I like video games and uh, anime and um, collecting stuff, but I'm also really, fashionable. I love fashion and clothes and art and communities and um, media. So I'm kind of all over the place. <laughs> all right. That's wonderful. All right. So I'm, I'm going to, before we kind of unpack all that, let's, uh, I always start with this question. It's kind of a fun question just to get us started. So on a scale of one to 10, 10 being high, how weird are you? Um, let's see if one is like completely like, like boring robot and 10 is like off the wall bonkers. Um, I'm probably at least an eight. <laughs> okay. Why is that? Uh, I wouldn't say I'm like, like, well, when I think about weird people, I think about tens being maybe people who are like 100% weird, like all the time. And I've met some of those people and they are pretty funny, but like sometimes it gets to the point where it's like super obnoxious and I'd say my anxiety and social skills kind of takes me down a few notches because I don't I you know like kind of similar to a lot of other people I I do want to like make good impressions and impress people but I also I'm really uh focused on being genuine and having fun and I definitely mentally still 
feel like a kid. So. Okay. <laughs> um, well, if being genuine and having fun makes you weird, then I guess we all should want to be weird, huh? I think so. Um, <laughs> if, if you're not weird, you're probably not my friend. So. All right. So this is the gamerpreneur. So I want to know your gaming cred. Gaming cred. Okay. Um, I would say I'm not, I'm not much of a, like a online multiplayer kind of gamer. I'm more of like a single player, like console video gamer. The Legend of Zelda is definitely like my, my key main series. Uh, the, Which is your favorite? Uh-huh. It's kind of a tie between Ocarina of Time and Breath of the Wild. They're, they're both like kind of like a 10 for me. And it's like, I, they both have different aspects that make them kind of hard to pick between. Sure. Ocarina, Ocarina of Time, I mean, how can you really ever replace that? Oh, it's the OG. It was one of like the first real 3D games that was just epic. Yeah, and there's a really good online series that like breaks down like the entire game and like the themes and you realize just like why it had such a huge impact on so many people because there's this this like really like three layer deep like levels of just like storyline and themes and you're just like it was mind-blowing to watch. Um, <laughs> well, if you're going to dig deep into a game, Major Majora's Mask is way creepier if you start looking into that one. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I need to actually, I, I feel ashamed to say I, I haven't finished it just because oh. as a kid, it was, I liked Ocarina of Time more. Um, time, with my anxiety, timing um, really just makes things less enjoyable. Um, which that's kind of like a big part of the game is like timing and like pressure. And so that's probably why it didn't appeal to me as a kid. I am planning to actually like play through it. I own it. <laughs> so yeah, there's that. Um, You'll love it. It's, it's one of the best, like between Ocarina and Majora. Ocarina definitely wins, but Majora just has a special place in my heart. Yeah. Yeah. Same with my boyfriend. Um <laughs> And I, I watched, oh, I can't remember what it's called, but somebody did like this really like high definition, like video sort of like remake of the intro or like it almost looks like a movie, um, what do you call them? Um, like preview. Somebody made this really cool Majora's Mask video. That's all right. That's all right. So let's move on. Um, what's, uh, what's a game you're looking forward to coming out soon? I would say probably Animal Crossing for the Switch. <laughs> I'm right and, there with you. I can't wait to start shaking trees again. Yeah. Well, I've been playing the phone version, the um, camping one, and I like it. Um, I think I actually like it more than the GameCube version because there's no, like, shaking trees and weeds. The weeds, especially pulling weeds, is like, ah. Uh. So um, I kind of like how a little bit faster paced the like mobile version is so I'll be interested to see like how they make the switch one like what aspects they will focus on okay so and Breath of the wild too that also. so you like Zelda games what's your favorite game of all time is it a Zelda game or is it something mm -hmm. off the wall no I think it's still Zelda yeah okay, beautiful all right so let's kind of unpack what you do so you're a streamer but you don't stream video games right uh not usually I, I do once in a while Okay, so what do you stream then? Uh, well, the only game I've actually managed to stream so far was Mario Kart 
for the GameCube. <laughs> well, I meant like you said you do that, you know, sometimes, but like in your majority of time, what are you streaming? Oh, I see. I stream my art. So I make uh, graphic illustrations, digital illustrations, um, either characters or logo designs. Well, that's fantastic. So how did you get into it? Like why, uh, why streaming as a medium of being able to show everybody as opposed to something else? Well, first of all, I think with my current setup, it was just the easiest option. I would love to be able to stream like my makeup, designs that I do for my modeling gigs or even fashion design or the modeling gigs themselves, but that would require setup with a camera externally that hooks up to the computer, which I don't have that available, but I did have two screens and a tablet and a webcam. So uh, at the time um, when deciding what to stream, that was the most viable option, uh, especially since I was already doing it on a daily basis. Okay, great. Now, do you uh, find like people come in and they're like, where's the video game? Or how, do, how does it go in your chat? Um, I would say because Twitch has different categories, I think most people who are like picking the art category already are expecting that it's only art and not video games. And I, th I think since I'm not really like well known yet or popular, I think it'd be pretty hard to accidentally stumble on my channel. So I haven't, I don't think I've really had any issues with people like expressing that, oh, I think I'm in the wrong place or, um, I don't think I've had that yet. Okay. Now, can you kind of talk me through why you decided to stream in the first place? Well, um, as mentioned, I, I already draw a lot mm -hmm. and um, I get a lot of different commissions either for real currency or like fake online game currency. And so I love drawing, but sometimes it can get a little bit boring. Like I'm just sitting in my room by myself, you know, listening to music and I enjoy like my own company, but there's something that's kind of really nice about having other people like watching you and chatting. I kind of almost imagine like being in a living room and having a bunch of friends like sitting around doing their own thing and just everybody doing arts and crafts and talking, except it's virtual. So I enjoy the company while I'm doing something I love. Okay. Now, so you just decided one day I'm just going to start drawing on Twitch and see how it goes or was it something deeper? Um, well, my boyfriend, he used to stream his video games. Uh, he recently um, had to stop because he got really um, uh, involved with a Madden video game modding community. And so he decided to to sacrifice Twitch for that because he's getting pretty popular with that already. But um, he, when I first met him, he was always streaming uh, Monday through Friday and um, I thought it was really cool watching him. And then when he started to learn more about me, he asked me like, how come you don't stream your art? And like, you know, I think you should, you know, look into it. I think you'd have fun. And so I was like, yeah, that looks fun. I want to try it. So he guided me through the process and uh, taught me all about it. So it was the boyfriend's fault. It yeah. It really is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, um, your art, now what kind of art do you do? Is it on a pad or is, are you actually using art supplies? Because you said you don't have a, an external camera. Right, it is digital, meaning I do have a drawing tablet um, on my desk and I'm drawing in either Adobe Illustrator or Adobe Photoshop. And so I'm able to use a program called OBS Studio that captures 
in real time what is happening on a certain designated screen. And so um, basically, any, even if I exit the application, somebody can see my desktop and what I'm doing. Oh, so Beautiful. Now, uh, you say you, you do commissions. Um, is that a lucrative you know, side gig or how does that go for you? Um, I would say it kind of just depends on how much effort I put into it. So right now, as I mentioned, I'm in grad school and it's been a little bit not a little bit, actually pretty overwhelming. <laughs> so I've had to make a lot of sacrifices, which means even I had to stop streaming and going to the gym for a couple months. So that, that kind of is frustrating. But when I do actually have time to like put effort into my artwork, uh, for instance, that would include uh, digital drawing commissions, graphic design commissions, um, also photo retouching commissions. Um, then I usually, eh, it's not, I wouldn't say it's like lucrative, um, just cause, um, I just haven't had the time to put into like advertising and community building and getting my name out there. So it's kind of a few people here and there. Okay. So I want to spotlight your work. So what kinds of things do you make for people? I make in terms of digital like drawings. Yeah. Most people order characters, either original, usually original characters, or if they have an online avatar little character that they really like, that they dressed up a certain way. Um, recently, I also got a commission for uh, logo design. So I have a friend who she has a perler art business. Those little like plastic beads you melt. And so she needed a, a whole logo and character design. And I have done also just standard logos, you know, like word, word art and that kind of deal. And the photo retouching is um, usually people asking me to make their photos look super cool or fix something. <laughs> okay. And this is something you enjoy. Mm -hmm. okay. I did. Which of those different things you just mentioned, like if you could, just be on a desert island doing that all the time. What would it be? I'd say the character drawing. I definitely enjoy drawing characters and people the most. Okay, now how does that work exactly? Do they like give you some idea? I want like a wolf with like red eyes or like do they just tell you exactly what they want or do you have to make it up yourself? Usually, well, so I am part of an online forum community that's called Gaia Online and I have a fake little shop and we, um, there's fake currency on the site. And so uh, I actually made an order form that people fill out. So I ask people like, um, you know, like what type of art, cause I have different styles and like how much of the character do you want? Like just their head or like from their waist up. And then it'll ask for like picture references or descriptions. So people, usually have a pretty good idea of what they want already. A lot of people online, especially in communities that are focused on more like anime or video games, they tend to have like original characters. Um, so I'd say maybe like, maybe like five to 10% of the time I might get somebody that just says like, I just want, here's kind of an idea and go crazy with it. But they usually know what they want. Okay. How did you even get into this? I mean, you were a gamer growing up and then art. Well, um, the gaming started as a kid. I would say 
Um, back when like the SNES came out, like just a little bit before the N64, my Nana, she had a, she had one of those consoles and so I kind of played it, but it was really, um, when I met like my two best childhood friends, Kayleen and Michael, and they had an N64. That was when I kind of became officially a gamer because we, um, played together the Ocarina Time game. He, Michael couldn't read, so I read the whole game to him, and he played the game. <laughs> um, in terms of art, though, I mean, I, I've been told many stories by my family of uh, my earliest art pieces, some of them, you know, baby stuff, like smearing whatever babies could, applesauce. <laughs> Lifelong um, artist. Wonderful. Yeah. In terms of digital art, um, I would say it kind of started with a couple of things. I got my first computer when I was, I think, 10 or 11. And then um, I actually had an uncle who, uh, he does a lot of tech work. And so he just always seems to have a lot of like devices and extra tools. And he happened to have a, a tablet, a drawing tablet. And he gave it to me and he also gave me Photoshop when I was 11. And so, I had started learning to draw, and then um, through a mutual friend, I discovered the Gaia online website. So I've actually been on it for a very long time. <laughs> and um, so as a 12-year-old, I like, went on this website, and I, I saw that you can make fake art shops for like fake currency. So I like basically taught myself how to like make a business and, and uh, do commissions like from a really young age so i've been doing commissions since 12 years old yeah come on that's awesome like, even though they weren't for real money for a long time but <laughs> but even still i mean to to have a job and then to do it at that age is incredible yeah so, i mean i i'm always quite shocked when i think back about how many uh skills just going on this this website taught me just like learning how to interact with like customers and have like a storefront and branding. I mean, there's just, there's so much that went into it and I had no idea. I thought it was just all fun and games. And then I realized it could all be for like real money. <laughs> so. <laughs> all right. So once you're done with grad school, what's the plan? <sighs> yeah. Well, I mean, plan number one is uh, find a career that's like sustainable for me. Um, I've kind of struggled because I'm not really the kind of person that wants to live the starving artist lifestyle, meaning I love making art and I, you know, I love putting it in galleries once in a while, but I, I can't handle the sort of instability of that kind of lifestyle. I, I need some structure. So I'm like, I feel like I'm a pretty balanced person. I like some freedom, but I also like some structure. And so it's really hard to kind of find something that's in the middle. Um, and so like I went to um, art school for my undergrad degree because I, that's what I want to do, like art related, but I really still had no idea like what kind of careers that could translate into. And so I spent several years exploring various options such as makeup artistry and teaching at a private art school. And I think it was, I, I kind of, I liked doing both of those things, but I think they were just sort of for the wrong companies. I didn't enjoy the actual companies themselves or uh, corporate personalities. And so I ended up 
finding out about this, um, this, I don't, it's not a fashion design program since it's, it also focuses on apparel and merchandising and textiles. Um, but I really liked how, what an interdisciplinary and in-depth program it was. And, um, especially since I've been doing modeling for 10 years and in the fashion industry and doing runway shows and constantly surrounded by clothing, I thought that it would be, it was a perfect fit. So ideally uh, I would like to get some sort of career with uh, a business or corporation that fits my personality somewhere that I'm doing some kind of artsy design work, but not like 100%. Like I expect it to be mixed with, some of my other skills, uh, research or um, just general business stuff. All right, that's <laughs> wonderful. So, you know, if if you could go back in time to you know twelve year old you, and you know, it, convey in just a couple sentences, you know, what she needs to know in order to like get to where you are as quick as possible. What would you say? Um, gosh, what would I say? I would say don't be so confined, be open to new ideas, because actually when I was 12, I had no interest in fashion, and I, I thought that girly stuff was, I don't know, like just, I hated it, so very different personality switch. Um, I would just say, yeah, be more open to like ideas, try more new things, because I I was trying a lot of new things, but I think I could have tried way more things and I was too reclusive back then. <laughs> okay. Let's say this. You've been fairly single-minded. It sounds like your entire life when it comes to art, you kind of seem to have always wanted to do art to some extent. Um, if you could have done something else, what would you want to do? I don't know if this is related to art, but I really did for a long time want to actually have modeling as my profession. And I did try. I tried um, extending beyond just having it as a hobby and actually applying to agencies. And um, even at one point thought about getting into like acting. So I actually, my mom, she went to college with the current president of the, I think it's the CW network or uh, am I saying it? Is that the right one? CW? Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I was like, I like scheduled a meeting with him and I just wanted to talk to him. <laughs> So I was like, yeah, I'm so lost. Like, I don't know what I want to do. Like, I love, I told him all these things I love. And, and he was like, well, you know, just, you got to make sure you don't go into something for the wrong reasons. Like he expressed to me, a lot of people go into acting because they think they're going to become celebrities and make a ton of money. And he's like, that's, that's not why you should get into acting. You should do it because you genuinely love acting. And I was like, well, that's true. And I feel like as a model, I do a lot of acting. It's just instead of moving film, it's just still. So I'm usually playing out stories through my poses and such. So I kind of wish I had gotten more into like modeling or could have made a like profession in that sort of area, acting, modeling. But, um, yeah, I just was a little bit too reclusive and confined to just like the drawing stuff. That's I think. all right. <laughs> Live and learn, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, um, so it sounds like you've had a lot of like great success on your your journey on this this path. This has been wonderful for you. Um, if it's okay, I'd like to humble you for just a second. And um, do you have any stories about 
a commission you've just utterly bombed? It's kind of hard to think. I don't, I didn't have one that like rushed to my mind, like very first thing. I think because uh, I'm so honest and forward about uh, making changes for people. And so I, I always express that like, I'm totally willing to like redo it or change it if you're not happy with it, because you know, I'm offering a service and a product to somebody and my dad owned his own business um, pretty much my whole life. So I'm, I was from a young age also taught those business skills from him. And so um, I think one time I had a customer who wanted a logo design and I just couldn't grasp what she wanted. And I think she ended up not picking my logo, any of my logos. I think I did maybe like 10 different ones and just couldn't seem to get it, but it wasn't like a horrible experience or anything. How does that feel? You do all this work and they're just not happy? I mean, I feel a little disappointed. And I think in those moments, I just tell myself like, you know, there's a lot of reasons maybe it didn't work out. Maybe they didn't, weren't communicating their ideas effectively. Maybe I wasn't asking the right questions. Um, you know, maybe, maybe I just needed more time to grow and refine my skills. So I don't, I don't usually worry about it too much. You know, I just know it's, uh, it's just kind of what happens in business in general. You know, not everybody's going to be happy and you just got to learn from those. That is a wonderful attitude to have. I, I wish more people were able to think like that because <laughs> you know, so many people, you know, if something, even the smallest thing goes wrong and they just break down and they're a puddle on the floor. So good for you. Um, what's something that you think people misunderstand about you as they start to get to know you? Well, I guess it would depend on maybe more of the specific scenario or like activity of what I'm doing in terms of maybe art streaming. I don't know if, I'm pretty straightforward and like honest and open. Um, I think maybe the only thing that people tend to misunderstand is that I am pretty like expressive and weird and artsy and actually pretty outgoing, but I've kind of had a lot of negative experiences in my life that have um, kind of made me a little bit more reserved at first and maybe even like quiet because I, uh, I tend to have anxiety about like saying the wrong thing and then kind of regretting ever opening my mouth. It's kind of that, I think every human kind of struggles with that, you know, like, do I say nothing or do I say something and say the wrong thing, you know, just back and forth. <laughs> I'm right there with you. And I did that in a professional environments all the time and you just get looks. <laughs> so yeah. I understand. Um, your chat on your stream, um, are they generally a good chat? Are they supportive or are they kind of trolly? I would say they're generally very supportive. I haven't had any trolls that I can remember. And I'd, I'd say that's primarily because whenever I start my stream, I usually advertise it on Guy Online. And so the people who are even interested in watching art are going to be the ones that actually click the link to begin with. So, um, and then also like not being very well known or popular. I think trolls tend to seek out bigger streamers and chat rooms that have more people where they can, you know, get their attention. So I, I haven't had anybody come in and do anything weird. Well, that's a good thing at the very least. Um, yeah. Now your chat, what do you think the best compliment they've ever given you was? Mm. Cause obviously, Oh, that looks great. That's amazing. You know, right. what's, what's the one that like touched you? I've definitely had 
and I've definitely received uh, many compliments and also a lot of people showering me with um, cheers, which is exclusive to Twitch. Um, I'm having trouble like remembering a specific one, but I think it was just something along the lines of like, um, you know, I really love your style and, you know, I think it's like super unique and your lines are really clean. And a couple people at one point asking me to actually teach them how to draw something or like, I think somebody asked about um, how do you make clothing look transparent on a character in a drawing. And so I, I was like, yeah, I'm more than happy to like, you know, show you while I'm on stream. Like I don't mind taking a little pause from the main drawing. So. Okay. Yeah. Wonderful. Have you ever taken anybody up on that? Giving them lessons? Um, not, well, I mean, besides, you know, just little bits and pieces on my stream, you know, I've done art teaching and I'm actually currently doing art teaching as well. On Sundays, I actually teach one hour art class at um, the local Chinese school, um, which is like a, a school for um, children whose parents live here in the United States, but still want them to learn about their um, customs and um, um, general knowledge. So I've been doing that. Um, but I don't think, I don't think anyone's ever really asked me like personally, like, Hey, can you teach me art? But I would be happy to. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been a fantastic interview. I really do appreciate you coming on with us before I let you go though. How do people find you? Where do they get in touch? Where do they, they find your, your art, your Instagram, Twitter? Yeah. Um, currently I have, uh, three Facebook pages. <laughs> so I try to keep my like names and titles pretty consistent. So if somebody wants to look for my modeling work, then you can always find me under Lindsay McCoy model. So that's my website name. That's my, the name of my Facebook page, the name of my uh, Instagram page. And then if somebody wants to find uh, just like my actual like digital drawings, then they can find me on a website called DeviantArt, and my um, general like gamer name is Anortha, and that's spelled A-N-N-O-R-T-H-A, -N -N -O -R -T -H -A. and I'm trying to think what else. I don't have a Twitter. I have a sort of cutesy, artsy Instagram that's called Kawaii My Life, <laughs> and well, of course, Twitch. On Twitch, I'm just Lindsay McCoy and Gaia Online is also Anortha. Uh oh. Uh oh. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Oh, now I can. Okay. Now I can. My internet junked out for just a second. So, good thing I was wrapping up. So, well, let's just let's do that. Um, yeah. Well, Lindsay, thank you so much for coming on. We really do appreciate it. This was a, a fantastic spotlight on someone who's a gamer, but may not necessarily be 100% on the gaming side on, on the stream. So, you know, rock on for, you know, following your bliss and doing what you love. Thank you. Yeah. I know it's not always easy um, in today's world. I mean, all that to do what you love and... A lot of people have to find ways where I'm at right now, but ideally in the future, I'd love to find, you know, a way or multiple ways that I can make what I do and what I love, you know, profitable. So. Okay. Well, thank you again for coming on. 
And with that, I'll tell you, you take it easy. Thank you. You too. Hey, if you like this podcast, I'd love to invite you to check out a little bit more about me, Dr. Bradford Carlton, Gamerpreneur. If you go to my website, www.thegamerpreneur.com slash bonus, I'm going to give you a free copy of my book, The Warcraft of Business, where I explain my history in both gaming and business and how I brought the two together in order to create some very successful companies and help a lot of people. And all you got to do is pay for shipping and processing, and I'll send you this book. I absolutely know you're going to love it. All right. You all take it easy.